Hi everybody, it's Mark Messier, and you're listening to Blue Shirt Underground Show, the number one Rangers podcast. Make sure you tune in to find out all the latest news. Let's go Rangers! Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Blue Shirt Underground Show. Today is Tuesday, December 3rd, 2019. Hope you all had a great Thanksgiving weekend. My name is Jim, and as always, I am joined on the other side of the window by the one and only, the fedora-wearing Edward Geik. Edward, good evening, sir. How are you? I bid you adieu. I bid not adieu. I bid you welcome. Uh, I bid you good morrow. I bid you good today. Glad to be here. Feeling great. Rangers are playing well. A great November for the New York Rangers. Not such a great December so far, but I'll take the great November. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens from here. So I'm doing well. Uh, Yes, I'm wearing some kind of Bear Bryant fedora. I don't know what's going on. I just pulled this out at the last second. So uh, I'm doing well. Jim, how are you? Doing good. Doing good. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? Yeah, I had an extraordinary Thanksgiving, actually. Uh, I had a lot of fun, and uh, there was no fights, except there was a little bit of fight we'll get into later. Because I want your opinion on this and uh, the underground, more of a pop culture fight that I I instigated. Oh, I find that hard to believe. Yeah, well, because there's certain things that stink, and I've got to point out that they stink, and they shouldn't be a pop culture phenomenon. But, uh, like, Cardi B. Like, Uh, come on, is her 15 minutes up yet? What does she do? So, anyway... My wife's doing the old in the background. She can do that. I can't do that. Okay. I can do the but I can't do the rolling of the tongue. So anyway, uh, the New York Rangers are back. Uh, they laid a giant egg against the Vegas Knights. But uh, other than that, man, listen, nothing really to complain about. Those Rangers uh, 
I think I see a lot of good things, Jim. I don't know where you want to start. You know, once again, you are my uh, my pilot here. Um, so uh, I'm just, uh, listen, whatever you have to say, I'm down with you. So where you want to start? Well, we'll just give a, a big picture here. 13, 10, and 3, 29 points. In contention for a wild card spot, I believe going into last night's game, they were in the last wild card spot, but I, I can't verify that. I thought I read that somewhere that before last night's game, they were in a wild card spot, but they're in the they're in the neighborhood of a wild card spot. They're five, four, and one in their last ten, which I know ain't great, but four, one, and one since the viewing party, which I am still taking. We are going to take credit for turning around this season with that viewing party, that big come from behind, come from behind win. Things could be a lot worse. Uh, you know, things can always be a lot worse. We could be Devils fans. Oh, oh yes. The great Greg Devils, the New Jersey Devils have finally, finally pulled the oh. plug on the John Hines error. Oh, God. Firing the hairless that, cat. That bald bastard. Because tired of looking at his face. Although I wish the Devils uh, maybe should have kept him. So they could continue to spiral out of a. So, wasn't that Devil victory so satisfying? Oh, my God. A complete domination of the Devils. That was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Alexander Georgiev. 30, I think it was 33 saves, shuts out the Devils. Rangers bouncing back after a disappointing loss on Black Friday to the Boston Bruins. Well, it was an overtime loss. And after the, see, the way I looked at yeah. it, I mean, they didn't have Patrice Bergeron, right. the Bruins, but right. I'm not, you know, listen, you play the games that are in front of you, as they say. Right. Um, and after the shellacking, that we took the last time, I was I was glad. Although I in that game I believe they blew the lead. I think they were they up two nothing or they're two up two one. nothing. They're up two. Yeah, nothing. and you hate to see it. And in, in the overtime, they actually dominated the overtime, uh, but couldn't pull it out. Hey, listen, with a team that you think is maybe a marginal playoff team going into the season, uh, I'll take the point against Boston, and then you followed up with a. Devils are grabbing points in, in most of these games, which is good. Right. Uh, and uh, the Devils was just a domination. Ranger fans at the pebble chanting, Taylor's leaving. Yes. Taylor's leaving. Oh, my. Uh, an invasion by the blue shirt faithful at the pebble. At the, uh, you know, just, we laid it on thick. It was a, oh, it was a, two short-handed goals? Two short-handed goals. Uh, one from Mika Zibanejad, and I think one from Jesper Fast. Fast, yes. A, no, it was Fast, I think. Fast. Yeah. So, just an annihilation. Uh, that just was, it wasn't even a game. The devil's. Nina Blackwood and Net. Let me tell you, I Jim, I said it, so did Russ Cohen on this show. I thought the devil's gonna be good. Uh, all Look, we kept Kyra. hearing was 
all we kept hearing was no team had a better offseason than the New Jersey Devils. Right? I've That's felt, all everybody wanted to talk about. What an offseason the Devils had. Remember when the Subban? Oh, they, they got Subban. Oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, he is a dud. He's not even noticeable out there. And then you got uh, Wayne Simmons. Another He's one. He's a Ranger killer. killer. Even he can't kill the Rangers anymore. That's right. So long in the tooth. <laughs> they got no goaltending. Did Corey Steiner get waived or something? Where? What is it? What's I think it? they waived him and sent him to the minors. I mean, that's... It's pretty bad, man. And it could happen to a butcher. Because I hate all of them. I hate all their players. They're just like Travis Sajak. What the? F- I don't even know what he does. Like, what is he good at? Or uh, that other guy that always, I know Palmieri, oh, he always scores. He's like one of their guys. But I don't consider him like an elite guy. But he always pots like 28 goals, 30 or, goals. Or that other one, Zaka. Is that his name? What a bust. He's a first-round pick. Even that Nico Hessier, he's got like four goals and 11 assists. That's okay, but he plays first-line minutes. That's your number one pick overall? I don't know. They, they, they're bad. I'm glad that the Rangers stuck it to them every way, but, you know, the special teams. It seems a lot of times the Rangers really live or die on the special teams. Yes. Because if the power play is not working, it's... I always have, you know, this is one thing about the Rangers probably, if I may, dig- I may digress. I always see these things, oh, well, they're 0 for 6, or they're 2 for 11, and I go, well, I guess the stats don't bear it out. But I feel like the Rangers power play looks dominant most of the time. The problem with the New York Rangers is they can't hit the net, uh, and a lot of times they do pass up some quality sh- scoring chances, but they're obsessed with the perfect slam dunk play, the the one timer, and it's a lot of times it's it gets frustrating when it's just a little off. And I think last night was a perfectly a perfect good indication of that. Uh, but uh, that Devils win was great. I, I listen. I took the the, the Bruins. Uh, I took it. You know, I hate to lose. I'm who. Who doesn't like to lose? I mean, you know, I mean, who doesn't hate to lose? But Pat Shermer. Pat, ah. You want to see a guy that doesn't hate to lose? He doesn't hate to lose. Look at him. He's completely comfortable with it. Ah, what? The he's Giants used to it. He's have... a career loser, and he's completely comfortable with it. But the anyway, Giants, the Giants but have I digress. Won a, the Giants have won a game since September. Do you know that the Mets have won a game more recently than the Giants have? Did you know that? Listen, yeah, it's rough over there. The, the Mets the Mets last win was September 29th and it was a couple hours after the Giants last win. But my take on the Bruins game was this. If if you go into that game from the standpoint of well the Bruins are 18 and 3, they're one of the best teams in hockey. They're they're dominant at home. So will you take a point against them? Absolutely. On the road, you absolutely take a point. It's the way it's they the, gave it's just the way it happened. You get that 2 nothing lead. They were playing pretty well. Hank bats one in his own goal. Hank's got a two-game goal-scoring streak, by the way, if you're paying attention at home. You know, if you like to, if you're a big Hank fan, and, you know, I know some of them, some of you are. Well, he's got a two-game goal streak. I think it's the longest of his career. 
So, uh, you know, he was he was even at two. Rangers were up two to one in that game, and he was still pitching a shutout because he had the only goal for the Bruins at that point. So that was the only thing I was disappointed in that Bruin game. But th- this three on three, I'll tell you, you know, it's exciting to watch. But man, there are just some nights, you know, where one team doesn't even see the puck. You win the faceoff. And if you can play a little keep away, you're gonna you're gonna either win the game or you're gonna get all the way to the shootout. I mean, we've seen it happen. Teams get on the ice and they get the puck and they make they can make two or three line changes and the other team never touches the puck. <laughs> Lundquist trying to chase Gretzky. <laughs> he might oh, catch yeah. Gretzky before he catches Brodeur, Sean. He uh no, I I I agree with you three on three. I mean, it's all about possession, it's all about keep away. You try to get a, a a mismatch or you try to get uh, uh, someone caught on a line change. What I like about it is that once you have possession and then you take the shot, you better hit the net because if you don't hit the net, it's coming back the other way, right? The other direction. And it can go back and forth. I think it's one of the, probably the best rule. Although I was very, um, I was anti shootout. I was anti, it used to be four on four, right? Right, it was four on four for a while, right, and yeah. the shootout. Now it's three on three. Yeah, I, I, I guess I, you know, being the uh, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, traditionalist in a, se- in a sense. I used to like the tie. I don't know. It's like all right, but uh, sometimes now when you get that extra point, if you still lose the game, man, you still feel bad. Like, I don't care if it's shootout or overtime or not shootout or uh three on three i'm still pissed off especially it happens so quickly usually in the right. three on three and then boom bang shping it's in the net right you lose get out so but yeah i can see what you're saying with that it's all about possession it's all about keep away and um you know it's it's exciting. I think it's like a fifty. I like we. I like the fact we have a lot of skill players, which helps us in that three on three. Right. You know, if you're running with Brian Boyle and, uh, and Blair Betts and and uh, Dan Girardi, I don't think it's working out. Right. Well, yeah. Not only do they have some skill players that can play in a three on three scenario, but they the Rangers now have defensemen that can, defensemen <laughs> defensemen that can score. And oh, let me tell you, defensemen. Frankman. <laughs> they have defensemen that can, you know, guys like Fox and D'Angelo. Oh, I'm all about this Adam Fox kid. Oh, Joe. Oh, oh isn't he something? Hey, I'm telling you, he's terrific. Terrific. I mean, he's got such a great sense of the net. Uh, he knows when to jump in, he's making great passes. D'Angelo's playing well. Uh, you got two of these guys, uh, just terrific. Aren't you? Aren't you afraid? Are you like me? Are you afraid that Mark Stahl is going to get completely healthy, come back, and screw this up? Well, he's skating. because I, I know, I know. Because defensively, I think they've played pretty okay. I don't want to say they're playing well or they're playing great, or you know, I don't want to get too crazy. But I think they're they're playing better for the most part. Oh, I think so. I know I know I know Henrik was still throwing a shit fit at D'Angelo last night. I don't know why, but we can get into that whenever you're ready. 
Ah, uh, you're loading up. I know you guys just wait for him to lose. You just count. Uh, that's not true. Get you just count stop. the three games he played out of his uh, head. Oh, uh, no, I don't. When he plays well, I give oh, him credit for it. Uh, Georgiev gets oh. shut out and shampoo. He's back in net. What's this? Well, I mean, well, okay. Well, why does he play yesterday after Georgiev gets a shutout? Why does he play? Just yesterday. Wouldn't have mattered who was in there. Maybe, maybe not. But I guess we'll never know. But why? Why does he play after Georgiev shuts out the Devils? Why does it, Why does Hank play? I don't know. Did All you right. think Hank requested the struggling Vegas team? Oh, who, I don't for know. some reason, uh, Sam and Joe were telling how great, how big they are, uh, how massive they are. And it's a fast team, Sam. They can skate. Uh, and they're dealing with the first time with such adversity. Uh, meanwhile, they go on and on and on about the Vegas team. I could give a shit less what Alex Tuck is doing. I could care with the Brendan Smith, the Riley Smith, the brothers thing. They're obsessed with that. Oh, the parents are here, Joe. Oh, yeah. There they are. They're going to be in Vegas next week. Oh, I can't wait for that picture. Don't they realize, like, in hockey, brothers playing is like, it's not a big deal. It's been happening for 50, 60 years. What would these two have done with the Sutters? Oh, my God. Every, every night would have been a love fest. They would have messed their pants. <laughs> I'm thinking about uh, Richie Sutter, Ron Sutter, Brent Sutter. Dwayne? Wasn't there a Dwayne? Dwayne Sutter. Oh, he was the Dwayne Sutter? Shit. Islander. So, uh, Daryl, Daryl, yeah, there were five, right? Yeah, I mean, five stutters in the league, yeah, and Malcolm Subban, the guy's a total fish in net, and they made out him to play great. And I really think the Rangers had that many quality shots to even like, no, oh, they gotta, they gotta make a story out of everything, these idiots. They annoy me more than the game. <laughs> I really just they annoy the hell out of me. I, that's my wife. I, I spend half the time screaming at the television like an idiot, like they can hear me. Yeah, I was I was going off on Micheletti last night. I uh, just like things like you know, just the Rangers have the goalie pool. It's six on five or something. And I'll be like, really? You really got to inform us that now there's six skaters on the ice? You know, I just. Like, Dumb things like that. How many how many times is Joe Micheletti going to tell me that a player is at his best when he keeps his feet moving? Show me one fucking hockey player that isn't at his best when he when he keeps his feet moving, except for except for Standy McStander Stilson, Still Stillerson, who played for the Montreal Maroons and scored fifty goals without moving his feet. He contributes absolutely nothing to a broadcast. Nothing. And I agree with Sean McCaff that it's a total propaganda fest. They they meet with the I said this many times on this show. I'm gonna say they meet with the other team's PR guy. They take down all kinds of notes and all they do is talk about the other team. They never talk about the Rangers, anything hard hitting about the Rangers, whether it's contracts or oh you know, even to say it in a because this is again, this is a lot of Valley took takes a lot of heat because he's he sticks up for Henrik. He's, 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 oh, he's on Hank's payroll. Yeah, no he doubt is. About it. like, no doubt about know, it. He knows there's some kind of lucrative money he could make with Hank down the line. Right. So he's got – he just right. – well, he's a bad thing. 
Right. And the he's like uh, Grover Dill in A Christmas Story. He's uh, he's Hank's crummy little toady. Yes. So he is, uh, you know. But once you realize that, and you know it's just all propaganda, then you turn it to me who yells at the TV and says, why don't you tell the truth? Tell the truth here. Say, even if you don't have to do it like, maybe it's not into the, they're not guys who are like me and you who want to, I don't know, not, I don't know how to put this, but like in polite society, they they feel like they're working for the Rangers, so they really don't want to criticize. And But you could put it like, you know, well, you know, David Quinn uh, decided to go with Henrik over Georgiev. Like, just say that. You don't have to say, what is this nonsense? You know, like, <laughs> That's what I say. Yeah. That's what I like, say. You know, the, the song is this nonsense? shut out against our rival. Right. And he gets tossed aside so Shampoo Guy right. can uh, start against the uh, the Vegas Knights there. So right. uh, it, it, it's it's interesting. So, you know, to see why that happened. And, but listen, this announcing crew, we know what we got until they die. That's the only way we're getting anybody new. And I'm not sure anybody that's involved at MSG is going to, uh, is going to, anybody in that crew that they have is going to make it any better. And um, speaking of which, there's nobody, no, there's nobody in the MSG stable. Like Maloney, that would be, that would be any better. Maloney's okay on the radio, but he on TV, he's just a he's a shill. See, well, Maloney's like he's like a small dose guy. Yeah. He's fine in between periods, little nuggets, little things before and after the game, and he's and he's much more candid on the radio. But I don't think I could take him for nights at no, a time. I, I can't either. take I can't take Micheletti for an entire game either. I just Micheletti for to me much better on the national broadcasts than on the Ranger broadcasts. And I think that's because they're shackled on what they could say. And they're both terrible ad-libbers. I mean, I don't want to go into the whole broadcast team and uh, not talk. We'll get to the players and all that. But I'm just saying uh, we deserve a little bit better broadcast. And one of the uh, prime indicators was the save that Lundquist made against the Hurricanes where it was completely utter open net and he came across with his stick and made the save and basically Rosen missed it <laughs> and Micheletti had to say what a save by Henrik Lundqvist like Micheletti was watching at least right all right so in contrast I got to see the Carolina call of that the, the Hurricanes announcers and they were like what a miraculous they I mean they would going nuts and i'm like these two heckle and jekyll over here they don't they, they, they don't even know what's going on it's just like a one of the greatest saves he's made in his career and uh they totally missed it so and i want to thank my periodontist yes <laughs> arnold mishkin yes and sean's right uh micheletti does pump lundquist up and also is an excuse machine Oh. For Lundquist. And this is the same thing that went on with Chico Resch and Martin Brodeur. 
Well, I think Marty, the lights got in his eyes and uh, kind of bounced. You know, like it's it, it's that kind of hero worship. You know, it's good for business, as Costa says. Peter Fox, Peter Fox, Peter Fox. Here you go, buddy. Peter Ryder to Joe Pesci. Peter <laughs> Ryder to Joe Pesci. <laughs> What's wrong with him? Joe Pesci, ladies and gentlemen. He must have seen The Irishman before. Right, he saw The Irishman. In the movie theaters before that. You know, I mean, come we all on. felt like Tommy was getting made. It was like we were all being made. It was like a license to steal. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it's a good uh, Goodfellas uh, quote. But <sighs> it just, yeah. again, it, it play it again because it's just it's so unbelievable. Peter Ryder to Joe Pesci. Now, can you imagine, Mike? I know you guys don't like Emmerich, but can you imagine Emmerich who's sitting there with everybody's names, everybody's positions, their college careers, who who they played with in the AHL, this and that? And this guy prepares for broadcast. <laughs> he calls Brett Pesci Joe Pesci. Vinny LaGuardia Gambini. Yeah. I mean, it's just. Need a rider to Joe Pesci. When he goes What's funny after- is if you listen to it, he realizes he fucked yeah, up. Yeah, he, he later and then apologized. He, and then he, and then he, and then he, oh, he did? Well, he didn't apologize. He just said, um, uh, Brent Pesci, like Brent Pesci. The guy's like, Fratello. Fratello. That's a good one. That's a good one. Fratello. <laughs> Got to get that one back. But you can realize he says it. To Joe Pesci. And he's, you know, in, the, in his head, he's got the. Yeah. Oh, shit, I fucked up again. And before. Peter Ryder to Joe Pesci. This guy. Get your shine <sighs> box, man. It's your fucking shine box. You motherfucker. <laughs> so, you know, Sammy, and again, just to tie it into a nice sermon, stop talking during the play. Stop giving your comments on what's going on with the with the Vegas Knights, what's going on with the, the Garden of Dreams, whatever is in your head, call the game. Because he's missing the whole – there was a goal last night. There was no call on it. And it took him like 30 seconds to figure out. Somebody must have went in his ear, his headphones, and said, oh, Alex Tuck got that goal. Because he, 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 there was nothing. It was like – in front of them, they score. And then it's like, dead air. <laughs> and then you're like, he's watching the who's getting shaken, you know, the tapping of the gloves. He's right. trying to figure it out. So just watch the game. Call the game. I want to know the names. That's all I want, the names. You don't have to tell me all oh, the chant for Henrik Lundqvist goes up from the crowd. I got two ears. I can hear that it's going up from the crowd. You don't have to tell me the chance of Henrik are going up. So that's it with those two idiots. Now let's talk about the hockey team. So today, Jim, I don't know if you saw this. You're more in touch with what goes on in the Rangers daily going on, goings-ons than I usually am, but I always try to catch you to see if I caught you. With right. this, uh, it looks, uh, according to Dance and Larry Brooks, 
The Rangers are trying to move Joe Fortunato, Joey Pants' favorite player, Pavel Buknevich. Did you see this? Part of the foreshadowing that I attempted to do with the whole Buknevich thing was Buknevich was on the fourth line to start the game yesterday, which <laughs> I think we need to go into more detail at some point about why Joey you know, that was such a problem because it wasn't <laughs> Joey Pants. Oh. Well, I did. I did see that article. He suggests that moving Butchnevich might be what makes sense. Trying to get, trying to get somebody that plays a little, a little different style of, of uh, forward. Somebody with a little more. Uh, I don't want to say toughness, but maybe somebody with a little, a little more uh, inst- instinct, in, intuity in the corners and things like that. Somebody who, you know. Somebody who's not quite uh, just a skill flash and dash guy. It looks like this guy's only got three points, though. Which guy? Josh Anderson. That's the guy oh. they're looking at. He's got grit. He's got some jam. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 leave Buknevich alone. He's all right. He's just not what some you know what Joey Pants and some of these other wackos think he is. He's never going to get 40 goals. I mean, Christ, he's playing with freaking Panera, and he's only got six. I mean, he's got a lot of helpers. All right, let's, you know, <clears throat> a sniper he's not, and I don't. he has a little trouble finishing. So he is what he is, Captain Happy, as he's called by David Quinn. I mean, we don't know what's going on, uh, you know, uh, when Oops. he said that. Was it something sarcastic? Was it meant just jokingly? We don't know. Well, when – um. When Buchnevich scored, which I believe was was that against the Devils, or did he score against the Bruins? Maybe the Rangers actually tweeted out a picture of him with the caption "Captain Happy." Wow! So maybe that's his nickname. I don't know, man. I wouldn't really. Lie. I can't get up to that. That that sounds a little too. But I guess. He's fine with it, or he doesn't understand what it really means, the sarcasm of it all. Maybe he's just like that. There are some players, that, you know, I'm so sure in your day when you played sports, there were some guys that were just, like, very hard on themselves, and they got to some kind of game mode where they just were like, you couldn't you couldn't mess with them. This guy, Timmy, I used to play, was, play with was like that. He was a great guy, like, off the ice. And uh, but once you started playing, he was just he was mad at the world, and well, he just wasn't a happy guy. Uh, so right. Only if you were winning big, then he would. So maybe he's just like that. Which I kind of want a guy that cares, shows he cares. But I guess it's frustrated when you're a coach. Frustrating when you're a coach, and you want to make it look like, well, everybody's got the same mindset and everybody's tough mentally. And we have a guy with a frown on his face. But uh, I'll take it. I, I'm okay with him. I'm okay with Buknevich. Uh Actually, I'm pretty okay with most of the team. I mean, right now, uh, Philip Heedle's playing pretty well. He is. Uh, Ryan Strom <clears throat> is still doing fairly well. I mean, you know, they're making things work. Kako has kind of slowed down a bit, but I think that's going to happen. 
And he started to mess, mix with the lines. Now he's got Panarin on the second line. Uh, yeah, which I don't really understand, but I'm not yeah. a coach. Yeah. I'm not going to flip out. Right. Um, But if they start losing, then I'm going to flip out. And the only guy I really have a problem with, and I know I'm going to take some media, is Chris Kreider. Just don't think he has what it takes to on a nightly basis, I feel like he just uh, he doesn't put the biscuit in the basket enough. Right. And other than standing in front of the net, which, you, as you can see, Brendan Lemieux with his fourth goal the other night, uh, he does very well. So you can put anybody in front of the net. Right. Well, everybody talks about Kreider being in front of the net and Kreider being in front of the net. Well, how come he doesn't score more? Tim Kerr made a career there. Yes. And ended his career as a ranger. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to be that after like eight knee surgeries. Right. Yeah. um, I just don't think he... he, We've been over and over and over. He's got no hands. He doesn't have the hands. Um, Do you think there's any validity to what I said about the rangers trying to be too perfect on the power play? Well, you know, they they asked. I watched the um, the daily briefing or whatever you want to call it from uh, Quinn yesterday before the before the Vegas game, and somebody asked him about that, and he said that it's it's because he talks to other coaches around the league and that it's he said it's almost becoming an epidemic with players in the league that they don't shoot the puck enough. He says they too many of them are looking for the highlight goal, the 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 perfect goal, the highlight real goal, and he said it's almost like an epidemic. He talks to other coaches, and they also a lot of them say the same things. They have to implore their teams to shoot the puck more. I don't get that, but well, at one point you would start to listen to the coach. I mean, I mean, this has been since day one. He's been telling these guys they don't shoot enough, right? And I, I think they take more shots than they, you know, they used to with a Rick Nash-led power play. <laughs> uh, uh, I think the defensemen certainly, you, know, you look at them, they're like, I, I think they're top in the defensive scoring, or at least in defense, I think defensive scoring. Uh, they're getting a lot of shots on the back end. Trouba likes to shoot. Uh, Fox likes to shoot. D'Angelo... He's a passer. He's looking the, but I I always have pretty much confidence. I like that power play the way it's set up. But a lot of times they're just setting up for that one timer from the faceoff circle, and uh, rather than go for the slam dunk, just man, the Rangers don't get many greasy goals either. Right. That's one thing. But you can't have it all. You can't have a finesse team and a greasy team. So, um. I was pretty happy. There was a thing I wanted to talk about uh, going away from the games. Um, did you see that Capo Caco did a um, signing today at the NHL store? Uh, Mike Mike Smith sent me something about it, and it sounded like the most confusing signing. I I was reading all the rules and stipulations. Yeah, to, I mean, about. it was just absolutely re- – I was reading this thing. I'm like – 
What the fuck? Why can't you? Jo- Whatever happened to just go, you go, you get online, and you get the guy's autograph. I went let me, to the... Let me see if I can find this thing that he sent me. And I, and, uh, well, I went to the NHL store to for a signing for an Islander, John Tavares. Right. The solely, you know, I was going to meet a couple people there. I was in the city. And, uh, you know, he was highly touted. I knew he was going to be a superstar. And I figure I'll get his autograph and I'll sell it on eBay. It'll pay for my day and then some. And that's what I did. I got there early. I waited in line. I got a uh, wristband. I said, John, good luck. Just don't score against the Rangers. I also added, please leave the Islanders at a very unopportune time when your contract is up. He listened to me. Right. And I walked out with his autograph signing uh, autograph picture of John Tavares. Now with this Conco thing, it's a whole rigmarole. You got to buy $50 worth of merchandise, Jim? Well, here, you want to hear? The, I got the thing in front of me. You want to okay. hear the details yeah. for this thing? All right. So listen to this. All right. The first 150 fans to spend $50 in qualifying purchases at the NHL store in New York City on Tuesday, December 3rd, will receive an autographed pass stapled to receipt final sale. Passes will be given out starting at 10 a.m. on December 3rd. Of the 150 fans, the first 50 fans to present the New York Rangers upcoming Ticketmaster ticket to store employee will receive a VIP autograph pass. Can be any New York Ranger game from December 3rd to the end of the season 2020. A gift card can't be used for a qualifying event purchase. VIP status gives the fan the following. First in line, any one qualifying purchased item for autograph, a $50 gift card to be used in-store or online for a future purchase, 8 by 10 signed photo. Photos will be given at signing table during appearance. One pass per person, one autograph per person, one picture per person. No outside merchandise will be signed besides in-store purchase 12-3 at NHL store. Fans will not be able to reserve passes over the phone. First come, first serve basis. Once sold out, it will be posted on social media. So you got to spend $50 on a qualifying purchase. You got to have a Ranger ticket to get the VIP. Why does it got to be so difficult? They they really go out of their way to make these players as inaccessible as possible to the general public. This is why you have hundreds of Ranger fans that are stalking these players outside Madison Square Garden to post their pictures on Facebook. I mean, you know, I didn't have to go through getting a passport through as many hoops as you have to go to get Kako's side. Like, right. What are they doing for you? I mean, just make a line and let's go. Right. No. You got to have a ticket to a game. You got to buy you for the VIP. Buy, yeah, you got to buy fifty dollars in, in merchandise. What fifty dollars? There's nothing. What are you going to get? You can't get anything for fifty dollars at that under that fifty dollars at that place. You need a puck, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Ten pucks. I don't know. I, it's a stupid. It's a stupid. Uh, I thought it was. It was crazy, and I was actually thinking about going until I read those rules. I said, this is stupid. I'm not I'm not spending $50. It's going to cost me $50 to get in the city. Right. 
I'm at a hundred dollars now. I don't know if I'm guaranteed a ticket because you know, uh, and they got to get there at ten a.m. Was it a job? I got to be on time. Get out of here. So, yeah, that's why you got a lot of these fans just sitting outside the, where the garden, you know, wherever they go, getting autographs. It's better off than going through hoops to the NHL store. What do you think? Don't do me any favors, please. It's all about the money, Jim. You know that. It's all about the fish nagels. Um, so what else you got? Well, you want to go? You want to do about this? Uh, you want to talk about the great, the, the king? Henrik Lundqvist, are you really blaming him for that loss, or what's going on in your head? No, I'm just saying he didn't play well. That's all. I'm just he didn't play well last night. What he didn't stop a breakaway? I mean, I don't, I don't get it. He didn't play well last night. How, they got two goals in a minute, and how many times have we seen this? No matter who's in net, the Rangers. Four- Rangers Four goals on 32 shots. He had the 875 save percentage. 875. That was good enough for Wayne Thomas. Listen, and quality shots. To, uh, they're oh, not, they're not, it's, it's true, though. I mean, it, you can't blame Henrik Lundqvist. Why can't he make quality day. saves on quality shots? Because they're ridiculously of ridiculous quality. I mean, it's just like, you know, you got to see it his way, too. I mean, a lot of times the Rangers just space out and mentally lose it. Like Jim just did. I think Jim just left the broadcast. He didn't like that I've... Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know why that happens. That happens to me once in a while, too. Henrik Lundqvist, who surprisingly got the start, his seventh in the last nine games, even though Alexander Georgiev was coming off Saturday's 4 nothing shutout of the Devils, was pedestrian. That made him one of the crowd on this night that the Rangers' five-game point streak was snipped. The Kings stopping 28 of 32 in the six of his 16 starts. He's re- he has recorded a save percentage under 880. I don't know. I mean, yeah, those stats, those facts definitely point out to. Uh, but I, I, I just couldn't pin it. I will agree with Jonathan Riggs that perhaps we could talk about why he didn't start that, uh, or he shouldn't have started that game. Uh, I just thought the Rangers didn't show up again until like the third period. And then they started uh, mounting something, but they, they couldn't penetrate Malcolm Subban, who was a total fish in that. They, they just couldn't generate any good shots. I don't know. I did not like uh, that. That game was just a it was a snore fest. I just felt like the Rangers were they were off all night long last night. The yeah. passes were were off. The shots were off. The sticks were breaking. The goaltender's paddling the puck into his own net. He's yelling at Tony D. Well, that part I got, I don't like. He's always unhappy, and he's always throwing people under the bus. And This is just, what you signed up for, big boy. I mean, there is no I in team, as they say. Right. There is one in Lundquist, though. Yes. 
Uh, I see John Newman is here. He's saying that uh, John Newman. Wow, John Newman. He's saying his legs are made of Swiss cheese. His, a blast from the past. The the uh, new newly fathered, newly oh. new to fatherhood. John Newman. Wow. Yes. Congrats, Mazel Tov. Or, or at least we think it's his. Oh, I think it is. That's the that's the story his wife is telling him anyway. Uh, Jonathan Riggs is right, too. Hank seems as inconsistent now as the rest of the kids. The only problem is he's a seasoned veteran. Right. And uh, the way Shist York and Shist York and Dick York over there is the way he's playing down in the minors. Dick uh, York and Dick York and, <laughs> Dick York and uh, is uh, playing like a son of a bitch down there. So, uh, that the era will come down, and I wonder what you guys will be talking about then. Uh, but uh, we'll be, what about? I'm sorry. We'll be, what about, we'll be ushering in the new era. Yes. What do you think about what's going to happen when Mark Stoll, who's starting to skate, um, comes back? Do you think uh, Hayek? Or uh, Lindgren will be spelled, or not? Uh, yeah, I'm assuming they'll just rotate him in with, with uh, you know, I guess Hayek will probably sit a game, and then maybe Lindgren sits a game, and then a, and then, I don't know, Brendan Smith can sit a game, take a break from playing forward. I don't know. Wow. I, I I don't know why they just don't uh, maybe they maybe they put stall on waivers, <laughs> send him to Hartford with Corey Schneider. <laughs> well, I, you know I think he could be. Now what he, uh, this uh, this is another thing kind of amused me, Jim was that like last night after they lost to the the Knights, I saw that there were some comments about Lindy Ruff again. <laughs> but how come like when they shout out the Devils? There's no everybody, nothing, nobody says what a great job he did. I don't oh, know. No. Is Lindy Ruff, what is this thing with Lindy Ruff? Is he just because he's left over from the AV years? Is that well, the, the bugaboo with him? Uh, again, I think that I think the defense has played better. He gets he gets no credit for that. Uh, you know, they they want to they every time you know there's a mistake made in the uh, hello Stacy Newman. Congratulations on the baby. Yes, congratulations. Uh, uh, you know, every time the Rangers make a mistake in their defensive zone, the pitchforks and oil and boiling oil comes out for Lindy Ruff. Uh, you know, he gets he gets no credit when the when the penalty kill is good. I mean, the Rangers went all for, they, they went eight for eight on the penalty kill against the Devils on Saturday. There was no there was no uh, you know extend Lindy Ruff conversations. Hashtag <laughs> hashtag extend Ruff. <laughs> I mean, the guy's cracked his head on right. the ice. He got hit with a puck earlier in the year. I mean, it's this guy having a rough time out there. Right, absolutely. Uh, so it's, uh, it's, it's, it's amazing how the, the fan base, like you said, is bipolar, dysfunctional, tinfoil hat brigade, just conspiracy theorists, crazy. Well, you know, as long as you mention the tinfoil hat brigade, you know, a lot of them 
they don't like Quinn. They want him fired. Why? Because uh, they say he's not hel- he's not good with the young players. I don't what? you think the don't you think a majority of the young players on this team are are progressing under him? Definitely. I've seen his his tactics work over and over again. Uh, he, he for pretty much mo- pretty much it's a meritocracy. Although I did get some cryptic message from Costa last night at the beginning of the game. Very cryptic. He messaged me. He must have seen that I popped on Facebook for a nanosecond. Messaged me. It said. Pay to play the Rangers M.O. Yeah, I got the same message. I think all he does is he types it, copies and pastes it, sends it to me and to you. And oh, to I thought I was special. No, no, I get the same exact messages. What does that Probably mean? sends them to Fortunato and and whoever. Kotze. Kotze probably gets the same messages. <laughs> Paulie D. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what he means. And it's but pay. It's always got to do with some kind of financial thing because that, that's uh, uh, what it's all about with him. Um, so you know, uh, I, I listen. I I think the Rangers are playing well. I think Dan uh, Dan Quinn, David Quinn, is doing a good job. Uh, are they inconsistent? Yeah, I mean, but they really weren't. They had a good November. I don't know what the record exactly was. Um, and predominantly played most of that month without Mika Zibanejad or Zibanejad. 13 games without Mika Zibanejad. Steps on the ice and scores a goal the other day. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, also, uh, I did you see that in that Gawker.com that Michael Sauer was uh, spotted with Al Troutwig? <laughs> Two Boy, not people a, not missing. A word what about a, Al Troutwig. What? What is that? What is going on with Al Troutwick? There's nothing. Not like welcome back, Al. Uh, we miss you, we, Al. We, we might have to wait for the Irishman part two for Frank Sheeran to tell us what he did with Al Troutwick. Alpha may show up before Troutwick right. does. Right. They might have shoved Al Troutwick into that crema, crema, crematorium like they did with Jimmy Hoffa. Yes. Dave Felbo has joined the conversation. He says, I think that's Fibo. What? I think oh, that's Fibo. I'm sorry, Fibo. Uh, Hawaii Fibo. Hawaii Fibo said, Turnover Kings, <laughs> Perimeter Pussies, College Coach. All right, let me go. see if I can unpack that. <clears throat> well, that's why they don't like him. Well, David that's Quinn. that's why Dave, I guess Dave, Dave Hawaii Fibo is telling you why he doesn't like David Quinn. They're turn turnover they're turnover kings. kings. They're perimeter pussies, and a, and he's a college coach. I think there's some merit to that. Uh, I mean, uh, I don't think they're turnover kings. I think they play the puck to the perimeter, but they're not really built to do anything else. I mean, what do you what do you want to get? You know, Panarin uh, busting people's right. You really you really want Artemi Panarin playing uh playing Brendan Lemieux's game? Clearing out the crease of the opposing team. Right. I mean, I, I, this is what they're made of. They're young. That's why, that's why Larry Brooks is talking about trading Butchnevich for a north-south player. But don't we have those in the the Michael Haley's, the Greg McKay? Dan Byer. You know what? I, I, I've seen enough of this Michael Haley. 
I don't have a problem with having that style of player, but this guy stinks. How many bad penalties, bad turnovers? How many times I got to watch this guy get his brains beat in? He can't fight. He can't skate. He can't shoot. He takes bad penalties. He turns the puck over. This guy's terrible. Yeah, he's bad. We banned Dave Fibo. I don't remember. Uh, I don't ever remember banning you. We don't ban many people. I don't think we ever banned anybody. Right. I think oh. you got us confused with a show that cares. We <laughs> don't have the energy. Oh, I know who that is. I know who Dave. Okay, I know who that is now. Who's Dave Fibo. Dave Fibo. God, this goes back. This this is going back like 10, 12 years. We didn't have a show. Uh, now I remember. No, yeah, this is like the early days of the show. Yes, I saw him at a at a Panthers game. He was sitting in front of me screaming at Wade Redden the whole time. That's how long ago this was. Wow. And then, yeah, he did get banned from the group way back when, but I have no idea why. I remember Dave. Huh. Now I remember you. Well, Dave back. Hawaii Fibo. Well, no, well, glad you're back. Yeah. And you were right about Wade Redden, so you, your cred's going up. Well, I was right behind him on the on the Wade Redden thing. We were both harassing Wade Redden the whole time. Wade Redden the whole time. Wow. So uh, I don't. I think the Rangers are doing pretty well. I mean, what do you got? I don't think like you said, Michael Haley sucks. Oh, he's a, he's AHL fodder. He belongs there with Vinny Lantari and the rest of them. Oh, 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 oh. oh, oh. Oh, what you gotta get? What you gotta go there for? What are you gotta get? What you, what you gotta get, Spinny? Disgraziata! I just wanted to hear the music. <laughs> There's no need for you to talk like that about a Vinny. Hey, a Vinny. Hey, Lucari, how you doing? down there in Hartford now. Light them up. Yeah. He's going to win the uh, he's going to win the Lauren Hart ch- trophy down there. I, I, I'm with Jonathan Riggs. I think the Rangers uh, listen, it's it's not going to be perfect. Uh, I think the forward, uh, the defensemen have really surprised me. They're playing with guys I mean you know, another thing I want to point out here. Vinatieri, six goals, ten assists. Oh, that's not bad. Steve Fogarty is at uh, sixteen points. Also, He's I think guy. I saw. I think I saw somewhere today that Joey Keane is leading all AHL defensemen in scoring, and Philip DiGiuseppe, Abundanza, five goals, five assists. Oh well, ten points. He was terrible in the preseason, though. Yeah, he was bad. Oh, I saw him in the penalty box more times than he right, right, fuck, right. I was in the sin bin constantly. <laughs> it's funny how I'm going to remember this guy forever. I'm going to be I over here in the box. Uh, uh, two minutes. Box. Uh, two minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes. <laughs> yeah. So you got that. Um. Uh, there was something else I wanted to say. I forget what it was, but uh, you don't have a lot. I, I oh. I'm going to, again, I'm not one of these guys that's going to sit here and say I was not wrong and never admit I was wrong. I told you, I, I thought the Devils were going to be good. But I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm if I got to take some arrows, I'm going to say it. I think Brendan Smith has had a really good year. Now, I'm going to caveat this with saying 
He's certainly not worth the money. But from a guy that looked absolutely unsalvageable in any capacity in a New York <laughs> Rangers sweater, now looks salvageable. Salvageable. He's is deep the best, down the fourth That's the line. best thing you could say about Brendan Smith is that he's salv salvageable. Well, this was a guy that we were going to bury in the minors. We were going to, uh, you know, eat his contract pretty much. And I really feel that he's done decently on the fourth line. And the fact that he kills penalties, thank you, Emily Travis, that uh, he kills penalties, um, he's become use useful. And I think he's been pretty good. Now, am, do I want this guy uh, after his contract's over? Absolutely not. I want to jettison him as fast as possible. But I think the guy... You got to give him credit for doing, you know, playing forward is not an easy job. Now, he doesn't have the great, great skill set, but he sure got the determination. And a lot of these players that have been born or have been bred to be forwards, these north-south type of guys, some of them don't even have that. So I'm, I've been pleased with Brendan Smith's role. I mean, I certainly don't want to see him on any other line other than the fourth. But uh, I am, uh, I'm, I'm liking what I'm seeing. Uh, I mean, he, I mean, he's an absolute failure on five-on-five defenseman. But maybe, uh, you know, uh, but otherwise, I got no complaints with him. You know, as long as as long as he's here, at least they're making lemonade with him. You know, right. So, that's what the. Uh, that's what I wanted to say about it. And I wanted to go on the record as saying, now watch Brendan Smith will make some bonehead plays and I'll look like that. There's another name for another blast from the past here tonight. Sue Papagallo. Sue Papagallo. Ladies oh, and gentlemen. Holy. Chris Campoli, Tyler Toffoli. Sue Papagallo, one of the old, one of, not old, but one of the old timers. How you doing, remember, Sue? I think I was doing my... um. What was the bit I used to do when I would do the the roll call there? The Ranger roll call. The Ranger, oh yeah, the Ranger roll call. And I remember I did one about Sue, and I'm like, I was going, you know, I'm just free form riffing, and I'm like, the Sicilian Sue Papagallo, and I think she's Greek or something. I remember she chastised me for that. I've never right. recovered for that. <clears throat> Hello, Sue. Welcome to the broadcast. Nice Good. to see you. Sue won the uh, – we had a Broadway hat con a contest once. You remember that? And Sue won it. Really? It was a long time ago. What is the status of the Broadway hat? I saw Brennan Lemieux. Was Still there. Did they do, did they do it every game? Yeah. Oh, she's Italian. I must have she's called Italian. it. Greek. That's what I thought. Gallo? I don't know. Whatever. A little aggression there from the <laughs> – the broadcast so right. uh it was a little disappointing last night for the rangers to lose without vegas is playing without mark andre fleury uh to lose to malcolm suban but i don't know I, I i i didn't take that loss with that much to heart um they got columbus they're playing uh coming up it's on the fifth they back to back with columbus in montreal 
Yeah, another weird, just the schedule. Just another three games in four nights, and they're going out, and they're traveling out west. <clears throat> they're in Vegas Sunday, and then uh, L.A. Tuesday, San Jose Thursday next week, Anaheim next Saturday afternoon, then they come home again. Ah, we have anybody in, in the queue there? Costa. Yeah, let's talk to him. All right. The link is in the chat if you want to call in. You guys know what to do. You just got to have the Be Live app on your phone. Click the link. You come in through the app. You come right up on the screen. We bring you on. You say hello. Here comes Costa. What's up, hey, Costa? Hey, folks. Hello, Costa. How are you now? What did you mean by your cryptic message that you sent both me and Jim, which was pay to play? Pay to play Rangers MO. The, 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 it's, I think, cool. Is it a meritocracy? You said that's what it basically is. So they're gonna they're gonna play they're gonna play people that they're that they're that play, that, that are that are worth a lot of fishnagels to them. So does this mean to you that Mark Stahl? I could oh I could, I could easily see that. He will be replacing Lindgren or Hayek or somebody. on a permanent basis? Or a- I, I don't know about that. Okay. So I see. Like I said, like I said, why, 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 why was Lundqvist in net last night? Why are you not playing the fucking um, hot hand? Why? It, it, this is what I said. The man is the king, quite literally. He's the king. Well, I, I certainly agree with you. I think with the, with the case with Henrik Lundqvist, and I think Jim will concur with it, it that it seems that there be uh, there's little different rules when it comes to Henrik. Bingo. It, 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 I, I don't know. And that's, and that's what gets everybody all pissed off. That's why Sean McCaff is pissed off. If he had to abide by the same rules as everyone else, he wouldn't be. He, he wouldn't be. He wouldn't be getting all these fucking mulligans. Are you nuts? Yeah, I don't know. What, what do you guys think? What's the reasoning? The king said he went to Quinn. He said, "Listen, the knights are uh, they're not what they used to be. I want this start. Georgie, the czar can sit on the not the czar. Georgie boy can sit on the, the right the pine. What do you think was the reasoning? Well, the, come on, you, you put on your you can spirit. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, what's your first? I'll go with the lunatic right there. You, you, the lunatic, and then my partner. I don't know, man. I, he, he, he has some kind of stroke there. He has too much stroke there. Way too much. Okay. Uh, they're, all, they're all in his ear. They're all stroking his fucking Swedish cock. You know, the whole, <laughs> the whole thing. You know, you know, how great he is. You know, he's a oh, he's so so handsome. And all this shit. <laughs> Long quest. Oh, yeah. Are you going to play the Baba Shampooey song? Play the other one. Baba Shampooey. That's, that's, that's a good one. Oh, yeah. That's a good one, too. 
The first one I really don't like that much, honestly. Baba shampooy, Baba shampooy, Baba shampooy tends the Rangers' goal. Baba shampooy, Baba shampooy, Baba shampooy tends the Rangers' goal. He makes us yell and hoot in between modeling shoots. Who are we to criticize while he makes king size dough? Ba ba shampooy, ba ba shampooy, ba ba shampooy tends the Rangers' goal. Ba ba shampooy, ba ba shampooy, ba ba shampooy, ba ba shampooy, ba ba. Yeah, Baba Nagila, that's how I, that's the name, that's Baba what I call Nagila. it. Baba Nagila, that's what I have it on the switchboard, <laughs> on the uh, soundboard here. Yeah, the, other the, other one's, Baba? the other one's Baba Baker Street. Yeah, Baba Baker Street. This is Coke. <laughs> what if we played them both at the same time? No, no, I like, no, no, I like the Baker Street one. Play it again. <laughs> okay. I saw a good live version of Long intro. Papa 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 show out there is giving you this kind of ranger in entertainment. Yeah, it's none. It's nobody. None. I mean, you know. Song parodies, bits, clips, Costa. Costa. I mean, Costa. Give me this. We want to talk about. I mean, I mean, now that now that the Paulie D show doesn't exist anymore, this is the only play. This is Costa's exclusive here now. (laughs) He's got an exclusive contract. This is like a uh, what do they call what they call that in Vegas when they do the uh, residency. Costa has a residency here on this show. I will agree. You know, uh, it's funny. I, uh, Paul Canosa uh, brings up. You notice the Rangers get a lot of too many men on the ice penalties. Yes, which which Quinn took responsibility for. Said it's on me. It's all my fault. It's not going to happen anymore. And then it happened in the next game. Hmm. But that was kind of an accidental one. The puck hit Zabanajad as he was coming on or off the ice, and they got flagged for it. And but th- this goes back. To, they were taking too many men on. The, they were taking too many. Too many men on the ice penalties when Tortorella was the coach. Yes. You go back 10 years, I guarantee we're yelling about the same thing on the show. Yeah. When is Tortorella going to fix these too many men on the ice penalties? I guess it happens around the league. When is Emil Francis going to fix this problem? Brad Park comes on the ice when there's already five men out there 
When's the cat gonna fix it, Eddie? When's Alfie Pike gonna get <laughs> this fixed? Pike. Uh, When's uh, Larry Popeil gonna fix this? <laughs> I guess it's just. Well, he he claimed that it was he was responsible. Like what? What did he uh, give his his? Uh, like, yeah, I he did. Hold on, let me see. I know he found Pavel Buknevich. Let me see if I can find the exact quote. Give me a second here. Baba, shampooy, baba, shampooy, baba. And now the post wants their own fucking podcast, Ranger podcast. The post. Oh, then Ari Brooks is going to do a podcast? Um, I may be, maybe so. Perhaps so. He's just going to watch this one and copy like he's been doing for the last eight years. Right. <laughs> That's what they all do anyways. Yeah, they do. They copy us. We make uh, good thoughts. Good thoughts. Maybe this is why I'm not a writer. We make uh, cogent, uh, uh, concise thoughts. We bring them up. We got a lot of the Bush Underground fans. They're the best of the world. They come up with thoughts. He listens to the show, and guess what? He's got an article. Yep, he's got an article. I don't know what happened. I had that. I don't know where. Yo, speaking of this whole thing with um, Kako, this fucking I want to see this fucking jerk off. This this fucking guy Ted, this Greek, this this Greek freak Ted, whatever his fucking name is, who's always advertising. Oh, I got this guy signing. I got that guy signing. And 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 they fucking make you charge an arm and a leg for it. Get the fuck out of here, please. Oh, he was he was banned from our group. Yeah, that guy's a fucking jerk off. He kicked him out years was, ago. Was that before or after we kept the uh, kicked off uh, Hawaii Five O? <laughs> that was after. Brooks, oh, it's and Dugay. Oh, that's not too bad. And Matt Morello, I got to tell you, he remembers everything. He remembers that Larry's books told me he respected a grassroots movement ten years ago by yeah. the Fire Sailor Rally. I'll tell you, if, if we ever, if we ever lose, if Chris Johnard ever ever steps down as show historian, Matt Morello is ready. He's ready. <laughs> he can step right into that job. Uh, it's like it's he's like Aaron Rodgers and Chris Johnard is Brett Favre. Matt Morello is ready as soon as that job is available. Yes, that's good, man. It's and it's true. That's what Larry Brooks said to me. He wouldn't come on the air. No, because that's a kiss of death. <laughs> yeah, well, say those goons were across the street, <laughs> right? Looking at us, photographing us, getting the FBI. The NSA to check up on us. Yep. And that was an exercise in futility. Yeah, well, I, I keep telling you people, you uh, know, you gotta stop you gotta stop feeding the beast, man. I mean uh, at least we're not Nick fans. Thank God we're not a fucking Nick fan. Oh, oh my uh, I don't feel sorry for, if you think if you think I'm hard on, on Ranger fans, those fuck those fucking jerk offs. I don't feel uh, – uh, oh, my, don't even get me started. All right, move on. Let's move on, please. Let's move oh, on. Okay, thank you. You're a producer now. Thanks. <laughs> uh, oh, jeez. 
Uh, what else did I want to say? Uh, I, I don't know. Is Cutter here tonight? Oh, Cutter, yes, he's, yes. Been the, he's been in the yes, chat room, hasn't yes, he? It's always here. It's I want to know if he's coming on with trivia. He's coming on with trivia? I don't know. Hairless father? Know. You, know, I, you know, the more I think about it, the more pissed off I get at him saying that we didn't respect his bit. He's the only fucking person that's got theme music. People are writing for him. I, I wrote an intro for him. He says we don't respect it. It's still, it's still pissing me off. Wally Cox is pissed. Right, Wally Cox. <laughs> it was funny that um, when I watched the broadcast back from last week, for some reason, the picture of Wally Cox did not come up. I noticed that. I don't know yeah. why. I don't know. I don't know why. That's weird. We could, I mean, we could see it from our end, but yeah. I don't know why it didn't show up on the show. Yes, but uh, I was laughing because he's not doing his hairless butter. But yeah, we, we got some yeah. trivia. You got a book. <laughs> Get on. out your book. How about here's another good old reference for you. But uh, if I remember correctly, this is a good lookalike for uh, for for Cutter. Was it Arnold? Arnold Stang was that his name? Yeah, like no, no, no. yes. I just looked him up. Yep, <laughs> Arnold Stang. <laughs> There's an old reference, man. Yeah, that's a, that's a reference from the '60s and '50s. Coast of merchandise, coast. And what kind of merchandise can people buy from you? It's all about the money. You have like dollar signs. That's on your shirt. You can no, buy that. I'm, oh. I'm not that kind of guy. I'm Goodbye, get out of, of here, you bum t-shirts. Get out of here, you bum. Get out of here, you bum. Goodbye, get out of here, you bum. The flower play. Give <laughs> me another one. Glasses, glasses, glasses. That's what he yells at the referees. <laughs> Takes his glasses off and waves them at the TV. <laughs> Matt Morello, this is a shirt with no, no. If you spend no, your hard money on this team, flip over my fucking desk. If you don't want a jersey, I'll take him. That's another one. Right. If you don't want the jersey anymore? I'll take him. If you spend uh, your hard money fucking, on this team, you're out of your you god. Be, if you're gonna be that type of fan, I'll take it. Uh, I'll take all your 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 swag. If you're gonna be that type of fucking fan. <laughs> all right. So is Cutter coming on? I don't know. We'll all see. Right. All right, Costa. Anything else? No. All right. God bless you, my friend. God bless you. Take Until care. Next time. Talk to you soon. Wow. And, uh, <laughs> it's just uh, uh, we're actually sitting there waiting on Cutter. I, I don't want to. I'm do not that. waiting on him. I'm here. Well, do you have anything else to go uh, to say? I feel like I don't have much left. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. A little like Arnold Stang. <laughs> Did he play? He always played like uh, I seem to remember him like in. Was he in? Uh, he always played like the dopey friend. Yes, we could some of the. Uh, It'd be like a gang of guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was like the nerdy guy. Like, yeah. All right. Well, if nobody else is coming on, then I'm about ready to wrap it up. Yeah. Have some, have some dinner, man. So, uh, yeah, I think we covered it all. I'm trying to think if I haven't, if I've missed anything. I don't think so. I think the Rangers are uh, doing pretty well. 
you know, we'll see how it pans out. I don't want to get too crazy over these losses. Um, they got the. It feels like they've played a lot of home games. Is that real? I know they're going on a mini road trip for a four game road trip. Uh, I feel like they've played a lot, but hold on, I'll tell you in a second here. Let me pull up the standings. NHL standings. They have played. Uh, they've played 15 games at home and 11 games on the road. So, All right. more, so more home games. So I guess they're going to make that up. Yeah, because they're yeah. What's five, their record at home? And five of five of the next six are on the road. And what's their record in uh, home and away so far this year? They are eight five and two at home and five five and one on the road. Hmm. Wow. So yeah, by the time by the time they uh, by the time they come back and play Nashville on December sixteenth, they'll have kind of it'll have evened out by then. There's going to be some interesting games. Columbus is no joke. Montreal is going to be looking for some revenge, but they're not that great. And then, like you said, that Sunday. Montreal's struggling big time. That Sunday night, it's a Sunday night, right? The 8th against Vegas. Yep. Sunday night, 7 o'clock game, our time. Wow. Giants football, then a Rangers game. Woo, what a day, baby. What a day. No, actually, the Giants don't play till Monday night. Oh. oh yeah, national stage. And Adam Gase, that brilliant offensive mind. It's getting yep. bad, though. I mean, it's getting bad with the Giants, though. I'm hearing all kinds of things. Oh, it's going to be a house cleaning at the end of the year. And by the way, the Jets, congratulations to the Jets, who are the first team in NFL history to lose to two teams in the same season with a record of 0-7 or worse. Yes. They've been gift-giving for many years in this regard. <laughs> yeah. And um, uh, uh, just one quick thing. On that. Is that, uh, I'll go with Adam Gates and I'll, Gase, and I'll let you do your Sherman thing. With Gase, this is the worst team against the run in the league. And he get Le'Veon Bell seven carries. That's it. That's that's where I end. The, the, this guy. That makes no sense. It's terrible. And I said it terrible even when they were winning. It's terrible. I mean, why sign the guy? I mean, they 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 were they were rumored to be his I'd his preferred stop for a year, and they go out and get him, and then they don't they don't use him. I would have run him 25, 30 times the other day against Cincinnati. I would, I, I at this point, just shut him down. I don't want him to get hurt. You're not using him. Right. Same, Same for, next for next year. Thing. Same thing with Barkley, too. What's the sense? Well, they're not, used, they're, they're not using him right either. They keep running him up the middle. He's not. He's, he's a bust. They, they, this, well, they, the coach is a loser. He's a loser. He's completely. Uh, Mike, I, I hate to agree with Mike Francesa, but Mike Francesa was absolutely right. He said it weeks ago. He said, watch this guy in press conferences. He's not upset. He doesn't get mad. He's completely comfortable with losing every week. He is. He's a career loser, and he knows it. It doesn't bother him. He yeah. is a loser. Oh. They hired a 4-12 and coach, and he is underachieving. They'll be lucky. They're not getting a 4-12. and They're going to be 2-14. and They're going to lose to the Dolphins. They're going to lose to the Redskins. I think they're going to wind up with the number one pick. Well, the defense looks good. No, it doesn't. I'm only kidding. <laughs> I'm joking around. There's no, it doesn't. None, there's not. 
one not one thing they do the well. Team that improved this no. year. Everything regressed. I mean, there's been some players, but as an offense, defensively, it's a nightmare. Daniel Daniel Jones has played okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but all Daniel Jones, all Daniel Jones, what what Daniel Jones has done mostly is just proven to all these idiot giant fans that Eli wasn't the problem. Right. Because even whether it was Eli or Daniel Jones, you would still be getting the exact same results every week, and the quarterback would have the exact same numbers, just as many fumbles, just as many interceptions. Yeah. This idiot Shermer, because at a press conference the other day after the game, he says. He says, well, yeah, he turned the ball over three times, but at least they were interceptions and not fumbles. Are you fucking kidding me? The guy's a loser. He's a loser. I can't wait till they fire him. He's wow. one of the worst coaches they've ever had. Really? He's worse than, he's worse than McAdoo. He's worse than McAdoo. Is he worse than, um, who is that really? Ray Hanley? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's worse than Ray Hanley. Wow. Absolutely. And Ray what Hanley was all the offensive guru they had. Um, Fossil? Yes, Jeff Fossil. Jim Fossil. I like Jim Fossil. Jim, Jim Fossil was okay. He was That's okay. Yeah. Jim Fossil. I got a soft spot for Jim Fossil. Whoa. He was he was very nice to me a couple of times. He he let he let a bunch of my friends and I come to a Giants practice in Arizona when they were out there to play. We were allowed on the on the field for practice. He was a nice guy. Did he accept to touch you in an untoward manner? Oh, I wish. And he and he also he also he took a he took a team with with Dave Brown and Danny Canella quarterback oh. and took got them into the playoffs. That's saying something, right? So so this guy's the worst. I think he's the he's think, the he's the worst coach of my of my of my fandom. Let me put it that way. I think it's because I mean, he it, takes losing so he. he, he he takes it so easy, like it's just like, like he made a comment the other night. It's uh, all he knows. He just says, so "Well, things will get better when we win," and it's like, he'll "When?" Never find out. When? <laughs> he'll never find he'll out. He'll never find out. This guy, he's a career loser. You can just see it. He's completely comfortable with it. You, uh-huh. The team is comfortable with it. Look at the look at their face. Look at the team. They're completely. Com- Saquon Barkley says after the game the other day, "Well, we practice like we're ten and two. We don't practice like a two and ten team." If I heard one of my, if I owned a business and I heard one of my employees say something like that, I'd fire everybody. It completely, they're, they're all completely comfortable with with losing. Hey, McAdoo took a team to the playoffs. Say what you want about McAdoo. He was in over his head. He did some stupid things, but he 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 got them to eleven and five somehow, and took them into the playoffs. This coach won't get eleven wins if he coaches five years. Well, I think uh, uh, Cutter. Now you're too late. You waited too long. Yeah, you waited. Too, too, I, don't, I didn't late. want him on. We'll yeah. see you next week. There he goes. Goodbye. Sorry, Cutter. You waited too long. Yeah, we don't have like a half hour setup here. Right. Right. So. All right, so we touched on some football at the end of the show. Right. We'll look forward to the Rangers. When will we come back, Jim? Uh, how about Monday? Monday the 9th. Monday, December 9th. Monday, December 9th, Ranger fans. Blue Shirt Underground video or the Blue Shirt Underground show 
the big show big show yes. uh support us on patreon yes you know what that is find us support us <laughs> a lot of old faces in here like that wish there were some more people on the camera we could talk to but hey listen doesn't always work out that way people are busy uh people getting ready for the holidays uh, but uh, let's go Rangers, man. So far, so good. I'm liking what I'm seeing from a lot of players. Uh, you know, more, more, uh, more love than disdain this year, for sure. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, everybody, for being here. We appreciate it. Go to Patreon and support the show, www.patreon.com slash Blue Shirt Underground Radio. We love you guys. Enjoy your week, and uh, we'll see you Monday night. Let's go, Rangers. Eddie, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure, Jim. Let's go, Rangers, baby. Let's right. beat them all right. up. Boom, boom. Force we got. Bam. Montreal carry price. Bam. And then we take prevention of the night and take them down with the storm. Right so now, freaking chest. <laughs> All right, we love you. We'll see you next week. Get out, everybody. Good night.